and welcome to what has now been titled by my fellow podcaster Sam Britton as Susie's Merchants, Breslin Breakdown of Michigan State Women's Basketball, brought to you by Impact Sports. This podcast can be found on impact89fm.com forward slash sports. This is Joe Dandron alongside Luke Saccone and Sam Britton. Welcome to the podcast that is everything Michigan State women's basketball and women's basketball in general. We're going to be talking a lot of a lot of everything today. So, first off, Austin is not Austin's not back. He's dealing with some big boy fraternity stuff right now. But hey, yeah, he's got things he's got to do tonight. And we do not have Austin, but we have you guys. So, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? It happened. It's good, pretty quick. Yeah. At least the break was quick. I meant to get a lot of sleep, and that never that didn't really happen. Didn't materialize. Yeah, I just stayed up until like one in the morning anyway. Woke up early and just, you know, yeah, couldn't break the habit, I guess. Yeah, it happens. Well, Austin, who flew down to Florida to go home, actually he made it back safe, so that's good. And hey, my Thanksgiving was good too. So, yeah, that, yeah, we got one good Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I had a good time. I was nice to see some family, get some good home cooking, as they say. Um, yeah, it was just nice to be home, see couple of buddies from high school, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad that your guys' Thanksgiving was good. And, Sam, it went, and that is also good. Yeah, it happened. It, it could have been worse. Yes. <laughs> so, last week we talked about the best Thanksgiving dish. Has anybody changed what they said? I, I know, Sam, I don't know if you were here. No, I was here. Oh, Remember, I was the one that I said Thanksgiving food's overrated. Oh, yes, you I stand were. by that statement. But I did, Also, I did not try pumpkin pie. Oh, my uh... gosh. That is now the Ooh, I didn't have any twentieth consecutive year That's of my right. life that I have not tried pumpkin pie. That's all right. Uh, it happens. All right. Well, back to what we're here for: <laughs> Michigan State women's basketball. They went to Cancun for Thanksgiving. Oh, man, lucky. talk about man! Yeah, getting all that snow in Lansing. I'm jealous. Your ride won't let us go. It's pretty upsetting. Yeah. yeah. So, so hey, to open up play at the Cancun Challenge. 78-74 loss to now number 13 at the time NC State was ranked number 15 in the AP poll for women's basketball. But now number 13 ranked NC State defeated Michigan State 78-74. And Sam, I believe you caught some of that game. I did. I watched um Yeah, I watched all of it. Watched yeah, the whole game. Nice. I did. Yeah. Um, I was I mean, it was on Thanksgiving. It was. So there's a lot of football, a lot of other stuff going on. You got Tiger Phil, you know, all that kind of stuff going on that week. So, well, what'd you take away from that game? I, it was definitely a bit of a disappointment in a sense. I know that NC State was ranked pretty high, but Michigan State, they had their chances. And I don't really think they captured on some of them. Like, I had the play-by-play up, courtesy of ESPN. And in the fourth quarter, Michigan State, okay, first of all, they were down 25-12. to at the end of the first quarter, and they came like all the way back up, and they ended up tying it at 32 at one point, and it was like crazy. Um, and then they ended up like kind of falling back again a little bit, only by like five, six points, but then they crawled back into it again, 63, 60, no, 66, 63, and then they just kind of blew their opportunities, and like NC State just pulled away with the game. They they had their chances, but they just kind of let it fall apart. But on the bright side, there's a lot of positives to take away from this game. Yeah, and that NC State team, I mean, to be fair, that NC State team is now six and zero following the end of the Cancun Challenge. They ended up yep. winning it all, and I mean, and that was Michigan State's first game against a Power Five team and a ranked opponent 
I mean, that's a lot. That's a that's a lot to handle in that first game, especially against a top, like I said, a top fifteen, and they were number thirteen in the coaches' poll. So, I mean, this team is not any you know team that you can just walk over. It's not a Hillsdale like we saw earlier in that season. So Michigan State, I mean, they battled back from the double-digit deficit, which is big. Um, easily, I mean, a couple shots here and there go in. Michigan State walks out of there with a win, and that I mean, that's just how sometimes the game of basketball goes. I mean, you see it at all levels that go in like that. So, but our predictions, Sam. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, Sam. I believe you have those. Sam and I picked NC State to win, and Luke, I believe you picked Michigan State to win. Right? I did. Yeah. Do you remember what your score prediction was? No, not off the top of my head. I, I have it written down. Luke predicted Michigan State to win seventy-four to sixty-eight. They did score seventy-four points. That's very impressive. So he got that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, got half of it right. Uh, Joe, you took NC State sixty-two to fifty, and I took cool. NC State sixty to fifty-seven. I I also said I remember this. I said that if Michigan State didn't shoot better than what I, I think like seventy-five percent, I think from it was. Free throw, I think you said a pretty high number. I believe it was eighty percent. It wasn't that high. I remember it wasn't that high, but they shot sixty-nine point two percent. Either way. I was right. And so they shot 9 for 13. If they would have made two more of those, that could have like completely changed the game. I know it's only two points, but and when you yeah, think about it, like that could have changed the possession here I mean, or there. If they make four, mm-hmm. it's a tie game. Exactly, which I mean, that's very hard to do. But but no, they did shoot better on free throws. Jenna Allen hit all of hers. And like they only shot 13, so it's not like you can hold it against them too mm-hmm. much. And like eight of them were shot by Shea Colley. So, you know, it's kind of kind of difficult to just like pin all that responsibility on that one stat. But it would have helped if they would have done a little bit better on them. No, and that you know that North Carolina State team actually turned the ball over. They out-rebounded Michigan State 47-38, but they also turned the ball over 19 times in Michigan State's 10. So in terms of forcing turnovers and just getting out on the break, I mean, NC State probably had a lot of, un- from what you were telling me, had a lot of unforced errors. But Michigan State easily, they got back in that game, and I think that's one of the biggest takeaways for this team is that the fact that they were able to battle back. Um, McCutcheon had a really good game, 16 points, three steals. McCutcheon is now averaging 3.8 on the season and has at least three steals in every game this year, along with two games of five steals. Um, and then of course, Shea Colley had 20 points and seven boards. Luke, were you very surprised by kind of what happened there down in Cancun, especially in that NC State game? Were you, did that surprise you? Uh, honestly, not really. Uh, we were looking at NC State before and obviously they were, very formidable team. Um, I kind of expected us to be out rebounded, but I was pretty I was pretty surprised with actually the scoring. Um, in terms of we had four people in double figures, and that's that included Victoria Gaines. You don't we haven't saw that even against I believe the other four teams so far this season. So that was it was good to see her um, get a lot of contribution, and I believe she scored. Um, most of her points in either the third or the fourth. I think it might have been the fourth. Um, but it's good to see her getting to going and getting some uh, contribution while other people might not be having the best of games. Um, but I think in order to beat teams like NC State, obviously you're going to have to have everyone everyone contribute as much as they can, as, as much as they possibly can. Um, so overall, against NC State, I was I, I liked what they did. Obviously, I had them coming out for the for the dub, and you know I had faith through the end. But you know, you know, next time we'll get them. <laughs> no, and I mean, and Michigan State only had four players score. I mean, only had you know, of course, 
only had four players score in double figures. Um, but you know what I mean? They got seven points from Nia Cloudin, four points from Majika Crook, Madrika Cook, and one point from Sydney Cooks. So in terms of especially that bench play, I mean, you only had five points from your bench yeah, that, in that's that game. Not a lot, yeah. And to me, that sticks out a lot more than anything else in this game because you look at NC State, they got 17. You know, you, they outscored their bench by double digits. So, a lot. Yeah, so I think that's, I mean, I think that you can point to that as another big reason. Um, but then, you know, then against Kennedy Saw State, we saw the bench really come alive as well. So, I mean, why, I mean, you didn't see some players get, some of the, especially the freshmen, uh, Tori Osmond get any time in that game. So I think that's kind of interesting to see um, how this bench plays down the stretch against really good competition. You've got Virginia on Wednesday, and then you've got Oregon coming up again at home. Um, that'll be a really big game. So, I mean, like I said, was I really surprised that NC State I, – I mean, just I really was not surprised that NC State walked out with a win because just how they – you know, how I'd kind of seen them play to this point in the season. So not a whole lot there. But, Sam, what about you? What did you think about that? I was pretty impressed with Michigan State's defense, honestly. Just watching, like, and I mean, you, you said it already, Terry McCutcheon with three steals. I mean, they were, like, making NC State shake out there, honestly, like, because they had 19 turnovers. That's a lot of turnovers. I know some of those were just, like, dumb little travels they had, but, I mean, that's the defense ultimately forcing them, making them uncomfortable. So I was pretty impressed by that. I still think Michigan State should have won after looking at their stats, like, you know, 37.3% from the field. 34.6% from beyond the arc. They make two more baskets. It's a completely different game. And overall, like I, I do think they should have won, but I think that it gives them a lot to look forward to moving forward. And I think overall, they can't be too disappointed with what happened. Yeah, and Michigan State, I'm looking here, and they outscored NC State. I mean, if you take away that first quarter, that 13-point deficit through one, Michigan State outscored NC State 24-17. And twenty one nineteen in the third in the second and fourth quarters. So if you really take away that big, you know, that hole they got themselves into early on, Michigan State very easily could have walked out. So great game by NC State, of course. Um you saw two of their players finish with double doubles. You had Grace Hunter with sixteen points and eleven boards, and then Kira Leslie as well with seventeen points and twelve rebounds. So a couple of really uh, you know, nice box scores from two of the NC State players who also just I mean it's a strong team. They're six and zero to this point. So, that is a team I would say to continue to watch in the ACC for the rest of the year. Um, you've got Notre Dame there, uh, and I believe. I mean, I'm trying to think of who else. You got Duke as well. Duke lost to Northwestern early in the season, but I mean, the ACC is perennially a strong basketball conference. So, NC State team to watch in that way as well. Louisville's good too. Mm-hmm. Ranked number five right now. Really? Yeah. Syracuse is twelve. And so a very strong, very ACC strong. Conference. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, that's all for Duke is actually not ranked right now. Really? Because they were until the loss against Northwestern. Yeah. And I believe they were getting some points to be in the AP at some following that. Not anymore. But we're, you know, we're just going to say they're a good team. Okay. I mean, they are. The ACC in general is a strong (laughs) team. So, yeah, it's a very tough conference. So the Tennessee saw state. I don't even know. Tennessee saw. I heard him say that a few times. I was like, I think that's right, Joe. Tennessee saw. State Kennesaw, Kinesia, uh, Kennesaw. Kennesaw. There we go. Kennesaw State University. Kennesaw was who Michigan State defeated the following day, seventy-five fifty-one, 
And Sam, I believe you caught some of that as well. I did, did not catch not? that game, no. You did not? Oof. I just tweeted about it once or twice. I did see the couple tweets. <laughs> I actually forgot that this game was even on. <laughs> I think I was, I finished watching the men's game, and then the Apple Cup came on right afterwards on Fox Sports, and then it got to 10 o'clock, and I was like, oh, hey, there's a women's game on right now. And then I turned it on for like five minutes, and I was like, oh, they're crushing them. So. Well, yeah, and that, I mean, Thanksgiving weekend is a very, very busy weekend for sports. I mean, yeah. you know, if you had eight eyes, you can keep your eyes on everything. Um, but Michigan State played extremely well. 75 to 51 victory. Uh, Nia Cloudin and Tori Osmond had 18 points and 15 points, respectively. And we strong freshman play, really, really strong freshman play from Michigan State. And Luke, so what does that kind of say to you about the freshmen, especially early on in the season? Uh, well, at least from the beginning of the season, we knew Nia Cloudin was going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, leading the leading the scoring in 18 points. Uh, she went six for nine. She shot very well, and I think that's something we'll probably see more often, hopefully at least. And then uh, freshman Tori Osmond, that was that was a pretty that was a pleasant surprise. I think um, she went five for ten, shooting 500 with 15 points coming off the bench, and I think she's gonna she's gonna need to keep doing that. Uh, I think she'll get I think she'll get some more time in the future. Um, learning from these from these older upperclassmen, and uh, I think we'll look for her, hopefully, to be a good contributor towards the end of the season. But overall, surprise, pleasantly surprised with them. No, and Kennesaw and Kennesaw Kennesaw State. <laughs> Man, I'm struggling today with saying that one. I mean, to see that's what really surprised me the most was coming out there and seeing Osmond go five of ten. Two six from three point land, especially, I thought was really big because Osmond is going to be. I mean, she's in that front court rotation. She's a freshman. In a lot of ways, you wonder if she will step in for Jenna Allen when Allen graduates. And for her to showcase, I mean, attempting six threes is pretty impressive. And for her to showcase, you know, that jump shot this early in the season, I mean, like I said, I understand the team they were playing, but at the same time, for her to showcase that jumper this early. I think is really important for, you know, seeing what they might be able to unlock as an offense, not just the rest of this year, but in seasons following. So, I mean, that was, I thought, a really big positive coming off the bench there. 26 minutes of playing time. You know, maybe she got a lot of time because of the big lead, but still really liked what I saw from Osmond. And Sam, so what did you think about that game too? I was, like you guys said, the freshman, absolutely unbelievable. But I'm going to bring it back to negatives again. Tara McCutcheon shot one for five on the day. That's not that's not, that's very, not very good. Not very good. Shay Colley also only played three minutes. Only in all of her jump, all of McCutcheon's shot attempts were three pointers. They were. So I mean, I guess you got to give her credit for being a. She still had five steals. Yes, of she, course. Five or uh, she's tenacious. Five assists. Tenacious defense. She's still she's still a stud, but you know. No, and that's something about McCutcheon is the way that she's able to affect the game in more than just her scoring. Yeah. They won by 24, mm-hmm. and she only scored three points. They lost to four. They lost by four to NC State, and she had 16. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, McCutcheon only played 25 minutes compared to the amount of time she got probably 30-plus against NC State. Um. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things you can talk about there, but five assists— one rebound, five steals, three points. A she, pretty a pretty even stat line on the day. For McCutcheon, yeah. She only she only played twenty five minutes and 
usually that's a pretty good amount, but she she's been averaging over thirty minutes per game. Um, so she obviously probably didn't play as much because of that larger lead, but um, I think that that was pretty um prevalent through all the starters, and that's why I think all the bench players got some very good um very good time on the court. No, and I mean, and that's I mean they got a big lead early, so they were able to jump out. And that kind of allowed the team to use their bench more. Um, you saw the score a lot more bench points in this one, with Osmond having five, Sydney Cooks having nine, Nathy Dambo having three, and Kayla Bells, who we have yet to see this year at home, got her first minutes of action against Kennesaw State, and had two her first two career points along with her first two minutes. And Luke, were you going to add on to that? No, you just pronounced Kennesaw right. Oh, I know. I, just, <laughs> I know, finally. And also, I mean, Claire Hendrickson got a lot of time, Nia Holly. So, Kayla Bell's not really sure what exactly Michigan State has in her as a freshman yet. Um, I think she's really going to add to that front court rotation. She had three rebounds in 11 minutes with two points um, and a block. So, she brings some more defensive size to this team early on. Um, and I think, like we said, she can learn a lot from Allen and Gaines and, you know, and the rest of those front courts, those upperclassmen, to see you know kind of how she can build off that for the rest of the season. So hopefully we see a little more bench play you know throughout the rest of the season because obviously that's kind of what stuck out to me the most against NC State. But and then another very interesting thing, and I'm not sure I'm you know I was trying to look up a second ago. Shay Holly three minutes. I can't. Yeah, I was wondering yeah, about that too. I googled it. I don't see anything. So I was I'm as far as we know, she's not injured. Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's... Maybe it's just rest. Foul trouble, rest. I mean, they might have gone up... I mean, only three minutes. You... That's pretty surprising because in three minutes, how 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 much was that lead built on? You know, how much did they build that lead before she was leaving the game? So that'll be something that we can look into and probably talk about next week is, you know, kind of what happened there because obviously none of us were in Cancun. Yeah. So... You know, that'll be very interesting to look at. Um, well, hopefully, there's no injury. I know that she had the ankle injury earlier this season. That was kind of worrisome. Um, and maybe that was just lingering and whatnot, but we will find out. Only time will tell. So, Twitter yeah. Twitter so, doesn't seem to say anything about it either. So, we're just going to go and say that she's healthy. Yeah. So, Nia Cloudon, 18 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds. Really good showing from the freshman, like Luke said. Um, Victoria Gaines had 10 points, and then Osmond, the other double-digit scorer with 15. And so now we move on. Wednesday at 7 p.m., Virginia, an ACC team again. Another Power 5 opponent for the women's basketball team is coming into town. So what do you guys think about that game? What are you guys' thoughts? Uh, I, th- I think it'll be interesting. I think they're a pretty even team at the at the moment. Um, from as as far as we can tell, um, what's their record right now? They're two and four overall. They're two and four. So maybe I don't think it's may- that even, Luke. Yeah, maybe not that even then. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I mean, if you take away the St. Louis, they lost by St. Louis. If they lost by one or two points last night to St. Louis, if you if I mean if you flip the script, a shot goes in. St. Louis loses that game. They're three and three. They're even. So this Virginia team. I mean, they lost to a Central Michigan team who went to the Sweet 16 last year. They lost to a Kentucky team. I mean, it's another Power 5 school in ACC women's ba- or Virginia women's basketball. 
is not something that is, you know, perennially like a powerhouse. So, you know, there's going to be some losses. Mississippi State smacked them by 28. But, I mean, they easily could. They easily could be a 500 team. So, what is your expectation a little bit for tomorrow? Luke and then Sam, what do you think as well? Uh, well, I haven't gotten to look too much into them. Um, they aren't they aren't scoring too much. Uh, I think they're averaging yeah they're averaging sixty points per game. Um, let's see what else they have low low sh- shooting percentage and thirty seven percent. I think if we just continue to play our defense, I think we should be able to. We should, Spartan should be able to take this win. I think that Michigan State should pull out the win. I think that the Kennesaw State was a good kind of confidence booster you know after getting beat by good nc state team beat kennesaw state beat virginia beat texas southern they got oakland after that and then like kind of build up to that big oregon game so i think they should win i think they will win we're we gonna do score predictions or are we waiting for that oh well we can let's go around and do score all predictions right, right now jump the right. gun all right let me get so them. well something that i do want to add is that virginia two players to watch from virginia you got dominique toussaint 12.3 points per game and Jocelyn Willoughby, 10.3 points per game, and Felicia Arrington, who has 9.8 rebounds per game leading the team. So those three players, but Felicia has only played in four games for Virginia compared to six for Jocelyn Willoughby and Dominique Toussaint. So those are some couple players to watch from that Virginia team. I mean, they are not. They are not a, they do not have a winning record. I mean, on paper, Virginia... I would say, yeah, Michigan State walks out. And Kennesaw State, really big win there. Got it right again, got the name right. And I really do think that Michigan State will walk out of there with a win. I would say, I'm going to say it's going to be a little higher scoring than my last prediction. Yeah. Because I believe this MSU team can put the ball in the basket. And I would say 68-52 Michigan State. Lucas, Luke, you got anything? Yeah, yeah, I I came prepared. I said, uh, Michigan State seventy seven to Virginia sixty six. All right. Yeah, I'm also not gonna go for the low score this time, because I think Michigan State's very capable of putting up points, and Virginia isn't. And Michigan State already is a very good defense. I think Michigan State's gonna take it eighty two to fifty five. My prediction too. I like that. I was hoping Joe was going to make the face that he always makes whenever I make a take like that. His eyes get really wide and his eyebrows go up like that, like that. <laughs> yes, I just, <laughs> so, I just I was did hoping it. you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, hey, Michigan State, you're correct. The offense is able to move the ball up and down the floor. I mean, we constantly talk about how this guard play has helped this team so far this year, not just on the offensive end, but the defensive end as well. And this team can run. The bigs can run. I believe they're going to be able to do that on Virginia because Virginia and Virginia has not been able to score at a very high level and Michigan State has a very strong defensive presence. I believe Michigan State is going to, you know, keep them below the 60 mark. I think that 60 is kind of the high water mark for this team and they'll easily score more than 70. Um but Virginia can I mean it's in it is a power 5 school. We have only seen you know Michigan State take on one of those so far and it was NC State. So, you never know. But Following up with that, Texas Southern, the next home game on December 2nd. Texas Southern, I did a little bit of research before the game on them. They are 1-4, and four, and they play Savannah State on Friday. Texas Southern is not a Power 5 team. They are, 
I believe, a member of the some I'm, Southwestern I'm, Athletic. Southwestern Athletic. Hey, see, I don't know. I'm not sure. We will do some research into that. I'm going to try to find that because I would love to know. Yeah, Southwestern Athletic Conference. Southwestern Athletic Conference. Oh, the SWAC. That's right. Oh, the SWAC? The SWAC. The SWAC. The SWAC. SWAC. I didn't even... That's all you needed to say. (laughs) Well, the SWAC. So Texas Southern of the SWAC is (laughs) one and four. And, I mean, they haven't really played anybody to this point of note. I mean, they are a, you know, a mid-major school, but... I mean, you see Central Michigan made a big run in the tournament last year in their mid-major program, their MAC school. So these type of teams can surprise them, but I also believe Michigan State would walk out of there with a win, and I would say Michigan State gets out of that one 75-48 against Texas Southern. But also just another couple of players to watch from Texas Southern. Marquia Turner, 14 points per game, and... Nia Mitchell, 12.4 points per game and 7.4 rebounds per game. The rebounds per game number leads the team. She is second on the team in scoring with 12.4. And Turner leads the team with 14 points. Excuse you, Joe. Thank you. I think I need a little bit of a glass of water. <laughs> but, so, Luke, what's your prediction for that Southern game? Uh, Yeah, so I'm looking here. Obviously, Michigan State's defense is really good, and we're able to we're able to score. Um, Texas Southern has they've only scored. I don't know they've scored over seventy twice. Um, the other times it was thirty nine and fifty seven. So I'm gonna say Michigan State eighty five, Texas Southern sixty two. Okay. Okay. All right. This team. I I don't think so. Um. I mean, Michigan State blew out Bowling Green, and that was a school that was at least in a little bit better conference than the SWAC, you know. And, I mean, this team struggled. You got beat by Al- Albaline Christian, Nichols State. Only one against Paul Quinn. I don't Abil- even know where that Abilene is. Albaline Christian beat them 81-39. to 81-39. to They didn't even put up 40. I'm saying Michigan State is going to get in the 90s. I'm going to say Michigan State 93 to Texas Southern... 45. And also, just another fun fact. Texas Southern played Paul Quinn University. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. Paul Quinn University is a private liberal arts college that is located 144 acres just south of downtown Dallas. All right. <laughs> and it was founded in, drum roll, 1872. 1872. Wow. Wow. Man, it's before I was born. Yeah, I would hope. So. I would <laughs> hope so. Well, so Texas Southern coming up. We got all of our score predictions in. So for that score, the score prediction against uh, NC State, who was the uh, closest? Well, it's difficult because, because me and you both picked NC State to win. Yeah, but Luke picked the right amount of points <laughs> that Michigan State had. Yeah, so we wait. Will, we need to. Yeah. We'll see what Austin thinks next week. How about we say like a point differential? So it was seventy-eight to seventy-four. Man, I don't even know how to do this. Um, so well, I was off with NC State's points by eighteen. I was off by Michigan State's points by oh, what would that be seventeen? So that's a total of what thirty-five. Yeah. So I was off by thirty-five total. Luke, this Luke is total off, point differential. Luke was off by ten, and Joe, you were off by a lot. 
Okay, Luke wins. <laughs> We're just going to leave yeah. it at that. Um, <laughs> Can I get my final number on the point differential? Yeah, so you said NC State. 60, okay, so that's 16 for NC State, and then you're off by 14. So you're off by, okay. I was off by more than you were. Um, oh, uh, so I came in last place. Pointing fingers. <laughs> no, Joe was making that face to me. All right. So I guess Luke wins. Despite picking e- Even the wrong though he got the pick wrong, he got the point differential correct. Well, no, I believe that's how. So we'll, we'll settle this now. I believe point differential should be that's how, how we, we decide it the rest of the okay. year. Okay. So right. Luke is currently 1 0. 1 0. And so what are we then? We're just. We're 0 1. We're 0 1. That's yes. it. So whoever wins. That's it. Everyone else like loses. everyone else loses. <laughs> Unless you well, I think high. we should come in like second place then. So Luke came in first, I came in third, you came in second. So we'll far. do it like Mario Kart, and we'll like add up points and stuff at the end, you know. Ah, uh, yes. We can do that. Okay. We can assign points for each one. Yeah. All okay. right. So we will we'll settle that after the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe that does it for us today. You know, we. I mean, it was a busy weekend. I'm still full from Thanksgiving last week, and it was just. It's good to be back on campus for sure. We got finals week coming up in a little bit. I believe it's next week. Yep. And then it's just, you know, second semester already. No, two weeks. Two weeks. No, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Don't good. scare me. Sorry. Well, we got two weeks till finals week. And then, hey, that's just home stretch. So, a couple of games. Obviously, you got, um, so, Virginia, 7 p.m. Wednesday at the Breslin Center. Uh, Michigan State takes on the Cavaliers. That game will be aired on Big Ten Network. And then you've got Texas Southern on December 2nd at home as well against Michigan State. Details for that game's airing are unknown at this time. So, that does it for us today. I'm Joe Dandron, alongside Lucas Saccone, Sam Britton. Samuel Britton, thank you. Samuel Britton. <laughs> you are Joseph Dandron. This is Susie's Merchants Breslin Breakdown of Michigan State Women's Basketball, brought to you by Impact 89FM Sports. You can find this on impact89fm.com forward slash sports. Thank you guys for a great show today. And everybody have a wonderful and safe week. Goodbye.